I'm Ben Davies, and this is The Clear Money Mindset. Finances are a common cause of stress for many people, and we know stress has so many negative impacts on health. So getting a hold of finances and feeling comfortable with your earnings and spending, that tends to provide some stress relief for people. So, and for those with busy schedules, I think it's even more important to prioritize finances. This is the Clear Money Mindset. I'm your host and financial advisor, Ben Davies. Today, our guest on the podcast is Josie Hope. She's an accountant and co-founder of LJ Business Solutions. She's come on the podcast today to discuss how we can stay financially fit in a fast-paced world. If you struggle with finding the time to manage your money on a day-to-day basis, you're really going to enjoy this interview. Well, today we are excited to have Josie Hope. She is an accountant and co-founder of LJ Business Solutions. She's also a fitness professional and she blends her passions for fitness and finance by educating and empowering others to create healthy habits to optimize their physical and financial health. Josie, it's great to have you on today. Thanks, Ben. I'm happy to be here. Great. So today our topic is financial fitness in a fast-paced world. Even with COVID and things slowing down over the last year, We've had a lot of clients, even myself, we have, uh, my wife and I have four little ones running around and have found that last year has been just as busy as any other year, even though we weren't as busy doing things. And there's only so much time in a day and there seems to be very little time for people to focus on their finances and their financial fitness. So how would you define, uh, before we get started, what financial fitness actually looks like so when most people hear the word fitness they think physical fitness yeah with physical fitness we build our muscles to become stronger and as muscles become stronger and more efficient we don't have to work as hard to perform physical tasks i feel that financial fitness is similar to physical fitness because by learning and implementing start smart financial strategies we let our money work efficiently so we don't have to work as hard As for what financial fitness looks like, I think being financially fit encompasses a few key elements. Having a good understanding of what you earn and what you spend, living within your means and not overspending, Mm -hmm. having emergency funds saved up for unforeseen circumstances, and having a plan for future financial needs for things like retirement and children's educations. Yeah, I like how you've defined that. One of the things that I've I've often said to clients that feels like is lacking in the financial planning world is more of a understanding and planning of the short term um, and not just the long term. So knowing what you're spending every day and having some goals in between, really, really important. What are some reasons people need to make this a priority even uh, with a busy schedule? So my top two reasons would be time and health. First of all, time. Time is a powerful thing when it comes to money. The earlier someone starts saving, the more time is on their side and their money will work for them. Those who start saving early 
have a greater compounding potential and a big advantage over those who start saving later in life. And those who save early also have plenty of time for their money to recover if markets happen to do poorly. And my second reason is health. Finances are a common cause of stress for many people, and we know stress has so many negative impacts yeah. on health. So getting a hold of finances and feeling comfortable with your earnings and spending, that tends to provide some stress relief for people. So, And for those with busy schedules, I think it's even more important to prioritize finances because we know when we're busy, things that aren't a priority can just be pushed aside and forgotten about for long periods of time. Yes. And like I said, we want to have time work for us, not against us. So whether we're busy or not, it only takes a few minutes to check your bank account balances on a weekly basis. That helps you keep a pulse on what's coming in and what's going out. And it helps you keep aware of whether you're on track to achieving your financial goals. That little time that you put in now to work towards your financial goals really reaps great rewards later in life and it helps to reduce that financial stress. Kind of like health, we avoid going to the doctor even when we know something's wrong simply because we don't want to see it. So even that idea of looking at your bank statement once or twice a week or your bank account online, it can become a stressful thing because we don't really want to know how bad it is. Cash flow and budgeting hits that line of things and it seems to be increasingly harder in a time crunch society and we found that a lot with clients this idea of somehow miraculously as a family having the time to sit down and see everything you're spending is becoming less and less realistic for people but i think part of that could be is just a, a lack of uh, understanding or appreciation for why it's so important so what tips do you you have um, for people uh, to look at cash flow or budgeting that would help make this a less painful endeavor. So great point. I think understanding cash flow and budgeting is really important because it just arms us with the knowledge and that knowledge helps us to identify if we're on track. And it enables us, more importantly, to control our money and that gives us financial confidence. So I have a couple tips. My first one is a simple change in terminology because this will trigger a mindset shift. So budgeting is similar to diets. Some people associate budgets as a restriction on spending, just like they identified diets as a restriction on food. So for those people who don't like restrictions or limitations, I would say let's make this less painful by simply stating that your budget is now not your budget, it's refer you can refer to it as your spending plan. Nice. So however you wanna to refer to it, whether it's a budget or a spending plan, the idea is the same. It's essentially a roadmap for your money. And my second tip is to start tracking if you aren't already. So those who are new to tracking, it's not something we want to overwhelm you with. So when you're starting, just like when you exercise, you don't run a marathon right away, you start small at first. So some banks and credit cards will actually categorize spending for you. And that might just be enough for somebody who's starting out. That's something to start paying attention to. And for those people who find that they want a little more than that, they can start tracking what they earn and what they spend. They can categorize things into basic categories like home expenses, transportation, food, entertainment, or savings. And then for those who want a little bit more, just break down those categories a little bit further. At the end of the day, you need to do what makes sense for you and your family. With the 
end goal of getting familiar with what you make and what you spend and reviewing that as frequently as you can so you can keep on top of what's happening financially. And then my last tip is use an app. These days, there are so many easy ways to track spending that save you time. You don't really have to put pen to paper anymore. Some of the apps actually integrate with your bank account and do all the work for you. One of the options that is free is Mint. It integrates with your bank accounts, some credit cards, and it even includes some uh, pension statements. So you can get a full picture of what your financial status is at. Yeah, so much of this is just being willing to, or making the information available to see uh, what exactly is going on. And I think the realization too that money is not everything, but it's gonna take money to do some of the things you like. And if you have a realization of what you're actually spending, then you can ask yourself the question, is us spending $1,000 on dining out every month really worth us not going on vacation every year or every two years or something like that? It forces us to look at things in terms of the value they mean in our life and what we're actually losing out on in order to do that. I'm gonna throw uh, an extra question in here and just ask you, what about like people who are self-employed? A lot of people would say that's not it's not worth budgeting because you can never know what's coming in or not. What would be like a, a quick, quick piece of advice for somebody whose income fluctuates? Is it, is it still worth trying to track spending? What would you tell that person? If they were self-employed, I would say they, would, they should still track everything because businesses need to know what's coming and going. But I think the more important thing for self-employed individuals would be to track your expenses and break them into fixed and variable expenses because the fixed expenses don't change. If you're paying rent, your rent doesn't change month to month, but it's those variable expenses where you can target, uh, for example, like a monthly fee to something uh, that you might not be using. Maybe that's something you you can reduce or cut back and that's where you can start to save a little bit of money. Yep. So looking at this, at, at the idea of um, eating an elephant one bite at a time <laughs> and not trying to get crazy with budgeting, I, I, I like what you're saying about just starting to be aware of what you're spending uh, because that will probably help you get the emotional buy-in to start spending less because most people don't realize how much they are spending. So what are some small t- steps that people could take to start becoming more financially fit uh, now? I would say, I would suggest two small steps that people can take today. First is start your budget or your spending plan. And second, start saving. Budgeting or spe- creating a spending plan provides you that insight and control over your spending where savings sets you up for future success. So you can do that very easily nowadays by setting up automatic weekly withdrawals from your bank account to save towards maybe an emergency fund or a future financial need. And if you start small, you won't even notice that the money's missing. As time goes on and your earnings increase, just make sure you increase those savings. There's a a quote that says, you can't manage what you don't measure and you can't improve upon something that you don't properly manage. I love this quote. First, because it highlights two important factors to becoming financially fit measurement and management. So management is where budgeting or spending plan is important. It gives us that understanding of finances and it allows us to control our money so that we're living within our means. Whereas the measurement piece is really important as well. For anybody who's ever worked with a fitness professional, 
An assessment's always done to establish a baseline. It gives you a good starting point and it allows you to track progress. Before we start an endeavor, we always need a starting point so we know how we're gonna move forward. Well, a financial plan is a great starting point. It gives us a measurement of financial stability over time. And as time passes, and as your net worth increases, you'll know you're on the right track to meet your financial goals if that value is increasing. And I guess, Ben, if someone's looking for assistance in setting up a financial plan to achieve those goals, they know where to find you. Yes, I hope so. Or maybe they will after today. Um, no, this is this is great. Uh, recently, uh, I entered into the uh, smartwatch world because I wanted to know what my health was like. And I, I was thinking uh, just in preparation for our meeting today, if I started looking at all of the data on my health that I can get from this silly little watch and it, and it starts telling me, hey, Ben, you're not very healthy. Just knowing that, well, it's helpful because it, it causes me to want to be more healthy. But if I just take it, so for instance, if I come in here and get a financial plan, and I just walk away and I say, okay, now I know what the situation is, but I, I don't do anything about it. Well, then, then that's not going to actually do anything. So the idea of, of measuring this, looking at what we're spending, and then letting that just like this watch hey ben you need to walk more or you need to sleep more or how are you even still alive <laughs> that should help me want to take some action and i think part of part of the reason budgeting is so hard is is just again like we said before this idea that people just aren't aware of what they're spending so i like how you've broken this down this idea that hey at the very least um, if you walk away from this podcast doing one thing, it's start looking at what you're spending. Money and emotions are so intertwined. If you start looking at what you're spending, you might spark your emotions to do something about it. And then and managing it, looking at your progress over time, uh, saving in little chunks because doing something is better than nothing. These are all things that I think will really help our clients make a dent in their financial fitness. So Josie, thanks so much for coming on with us today and we look forward to having you again. Thanks, Ken. It was great being here. Thanks for listening to The Clear Money Mindset. We at Davies Financial Sterling Mutuals are here to help you thrive with your finances. You can find us online at daviesfinancial.ca. For help with your personal finances, you can email us at office at daviesfinancial.ca. The opinions expressed are those of the participants and are for informational purposes only and do not necessarily reflect the views or opinions of Sterling Mutuals Inc. Mutual funds provided through Sterling Mutuals Inc. Commissions, trailer commissions, management fees and expenses all may be associated with mutual fund investments. Please read the simplified prospectus before investing. Mutual funds are not guaranteed, their values change frequently and past performance may not be repeated.